Hello and welcome back to another year, another footballing season and plenty to look forward to here on I Think She's Offside. My name's Fadume and I'll be your host alongside my good friend, Lippa! Yay! Are you guys tired of the standard male-dominated conversation on sports? Hell yeah! <laughs> As you can tell, so are we. Here on the podcast, we'll be sharing all that is to know on women's sports, whether that be upcoming fixtures, crazy things that are going on, or just general Twitter rants we'll be talking about all. Don't forget to get involved in the discussion by messaging on Twitter or Instagram on Atchies Offside. Let's go! Hey, Lippa! <laughs> Hi, Fadima. How you doing? It's been a while, you know. It has. I feel, I feel like we've been gone so long, but... We're in season two now. I know. Two seasons. Round this is the second for season. Us we made it. We deserve that. Oh, we really do. Anyways, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, I've been up to a lot. Not gonna lie to you, but today I met the new cohort of youth board members at the Youth Sport Trust. They're quite an inspiring bunch and made me feel as though I need to up my game. No, definitely. Yeah. I'm saying if Lauren is still the <laughs> Big she boss is. or the head of the, the board, then yeah, you need to up your game. Okay, enough about me. Um, what have you been up to? Um, not nearly as much as you have, I'm not going to lie. Um, but what's coming up? Oh, what is coming up is the... Yeah. I'm going to the home of Tottenham women's team, not because I've become a Tottenham fan before anyone comes at me. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm going to go and watch Reading women's team for, their, I think it's the first group stages of the Women's Continental Cup um, this weekend. So there's no WSL upcoming this weekend. So that's what I'm going to go watch, um, which will be a nice follow on from how, you know, the games went last week. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Tottenham got their first goal at the WSL um, after having beaten a certain team. This is where you tell me it's Liverpool. We don't speak about those was moments. It was Liverpool. It was Liverpool. <laughs> Sorry, I just. We don't speak about those moments. Anyway, um, Tottenham, Tottenham um, played away at Liverpool and beat them one 0 which was great to see. Um, unfortunately, Reading lost to Man City at home, which is a little bit sad. That's what we love to hear. <laughs> That's what we love to Listen, hear. Listen, I'm telling Grace Maloney, who's by the way is my newfound hero. On a side note, if you've not watched the 90 Minutes Football videos of Grace Maloney um, talking in depth about her diet on cheat days, you need to go and watch that and just general fun videos which seem to be around at the moment. But um, yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. Um, any other scores that you're really interested in from the weekend? Um, honestly, I was looking forward to yesterday before yesterday came, but... Other than that, I didn't really have. A Would you like match to tell us was... what happened yesterday? Um, um, no. <laughs> this is this is gonna be really difficult. <laughs> we need to get over this in a part. We need to get over the fact that Liverpool have now. You need to say it. Come on, Liverpool lost their Liverpool lost their game, guys. It's it's not. But so did anyone. Chelsea. Like it's okay. Yeah, but, but no one supports Chelsea but... anyway. It's not a problem. <laughs> no one cares. Um, Champions League started yesterday, which was um, interesting to see. By the time this comes out, it might not sound like it was yesterday. It might sound like it was a couple of days ago. But either ways, Chelsea lost their opening game in the Champions League, and so did Liverpool. 
uh, which is great um, for two for two European champions. I don't know how that sounds about you know English teams taking over the Europe this year. It's not the greatest start, it, is it? It's not, but we will see. We will see at the end who takes the cup. Um, as a resident of the Europa League, which is where Manchester. <laughs> Park the bus right there, my friend. <laughs> exactly. I, I had to get off my chest before you said something. So I just wanted to say, I've not got much to comment on about the Champions League in general right now. I just want to see how far we get in the Europa League. Um, and I'm going to say I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful we'll win somewhere. But anyways, moving away from that and moving into the WSL. Can you believe that two weeks of the WSL have already finished that quickly? I know. Like the hype of the WSL starting after the World Cup was a bit crazy and then it started and now two weeks have flown by like where did they go please exactly and going back because we know we've been away for a while and we haven't actually spoken about this opening weekend included Stamford Bridge game so Chelsea took on Tottenham at home and they played at Stamford Bridge um, and Manchester United took on Manchester City at the Empty Hard so it was a really good weekend in that <laughs> sense what did you say sorry for those people at the back Nothing. Um, the Empty, empty Hard no, <laughs> They played at the oh. Etihad, yeah, that's what I was saying. So they played at the mm -hmm. Etihad, 31,000, um, just over 31,000 fans at the Etihad, and just under 25,000 at Stamford Bridge. So a really amazing opening weekend for the WSL. They went about, they went around it in two different ways. So Chelsea gave out their tickets for free. I think they gave out all 40,000 tickets, claimed it as being sold out months and months ago, which clearly wasn't the case on the day. Um, Man City sold all their tickets, which is quite, I think it's quite good that both happened because there's lessons learned from them both, like yeah, giving definitely. away probably isn't the best thing to do. Do you know what I found funny though, when we were, when we were at Stamford Bridge, there's little stalls on the outside selling Frank Lampard scarves and like Willian scarves instead of like, you know, the, the women players. I know, they should have had like, a thing then, then like Emma Hayes on there. Like... Exactly. It, it was so yeah, weird. Like you could have tried a little bit harder. No, honestly, it was it was such a good atmosphere. Um, I definitely thought though after Beth England scored her first goal that that was it. Like Tottenham were going to get beaten six or seven 0 Yeah, it, it did worry me a little bit, but that wasn't the case. I thought it, was, it ended in one 0 so which is good. I thought it was going to be okay. I apologize to all Spurs fans right now. I thought it was going to be a boring one-sided game, you but then Spurs came out from like, nowhere. <laughs> At least I didn't call the Etihad the empty head, okay? But anyways... <laughs> you know, people might have actually heard that, like, now that you've brought it up, and they're going to go back to listen to it, and they're going to find it, and they're going to hate on it. Anyways... Go and hate on her. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying... Um, what was I saying? Something about Tottenham. So, <laughs> something about Tottenham, you know? So, um, I thought it's going to be a one-sided game, you know, to, like, Chelsea are going to win it, but... Spurs came back second half. They were like, you had that one goal, that's all you're going to get. The amount of chances Spurs had, yeah, bearing in mind, really was that their first good. WSL match? Yeah, exactly. It was a good game. Yeah. Um, I was. unfortunately did not travel up to Manchester as much as I wanted to, so I watched the game from home. And I'm not going to lie, part of me is happy that I watched it from home because United lost against City. But, but they held a good ground, you know. Only 1-0 compared to what people would think they'd lose yeah to be fair so like the ladies done well yeah exactly and for an opening weekend oh like, my gosh usually like the difference is um at least a couple of goals is usually like a two three win um 
or four nil well or something like that. So for it to be in so close in both games was really good. And I think it just shows you the quality of the WSL. Like that was the first week, and even going into the second week, um, again Reading played Man City. Man City won two nil. Um, and Reading are a really good quality team, but Reading won the week before that. Um, Manchester United unfortunately lost against Arsenal in the 89th minute. Oh, do you know how guttering that was? Don't get me wrong, I love Daniel Van Donk. I just really like her when she's not playing against United. It's... I think she's a yeah. great player when she's not playing against United. <laughs> to bring her on as a substitute and then for her to score in the 89th minute. Oh, gutted. I'm not going to lie, I was gutted. I saw like the United players just drop to the floor. And I was like, I feel you guys. I really feel you guys. That shouldn't have happened. But you know what? It's the first WSL season to come up against you know the bigger teams like mm. Arsenal and like Man City in the opening weeks. It's really, really tough. But they've got those big games out of the way and they can now focus on you know securing um, the next couple of wins, which I think they will. I think they're up against Liverpool next, which will be quite interesting to see. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, they're against Liverpool. Sorry, I just said that. I didn't actually... <laughs> They're against Liverpool, Lippa. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, I don't want... You, do you know when you want a hat-trick in life? Yeah. This is a hat-trick I don't want. It's like the losing hat-trick streak. That is true. They're, Liverpool, oh, ladies. They all, oh, wow. Uh, by the time they play, they would, both of them would have been without a win. So, essentially, United are going to win their next game. That's no, really refreshing to <laughs> um, anyways, moving away from the WSL games that have happened, there is no WSL in the upcoming weekend, which is a little bit sad, but there is the Women's Continental Cup group stages, so I'm going to be at Tottenham versus Reading. I want to say it now, I'm a massive Reading fan, away from being a United fan, that does not make me a cheating fan, it just makes me appreciate Reading as well as United. As well I can't as... wait until Reading versus United soon. Ooh. That is true, it might be a conflict of interest. Anyway, I'm going to say a score of um, 2-0 to Reading. Aunt Farrah Williams to score. Uh, you know Twice. what? I'll give it to her. Farrah Williams with that goal against Liverpool. Oh, my word. That was a good goal. I, I was speechless. So, honestly, I want Reading to win. Will they win? Time will tell. Uh, I think it might be a close one though. I think it might be a one nil situation. I don't know. I'll report back on Monday. Please do. As to how that game went, because I'm sure it'll be very exciting. It'll be at the high result, which is their news. This is another thing that really makes me sad about WSL or like clubs or women's football clubs in general. Their stadiums are a nightmare to get to. Like the Hive Stadium, thank God, is actually reasonable to get to it's decent yeah decent jubilee line yeah what's not decent is lee sports valley which is in greater manchester not even in manchester and there is no train station how do people how are people supposed to get there this is what i this is what i don't understand like you know it's all good and well hosting these really big games or these like amazing derbies in like the bigger stadiums but when the week-to-week games happen in the middle of nowhere and you have to take like three trains four buses and a donkey to get there. Like, there's no <laughs> And how much do you need to you get there? Like you might as well sell your kidney, no? Yeah, honestly, it's just a joke, isn't it? Like, and before you know it, you've spent a whole day there. It's just it's just mad. Like, and that's what's really frustrating. But I don't, I don't really know what the answer to that is. Like, the answer to that to me is, like, just we need closer stadiums, but then I don't really have all that stadium knowledge to be out here dashing money and saying things like that. But... 
Either way, I think WSL will be exciting going forward. I'm going to say, you know, what makes me worried is that it's quite difficult to predict. But we're still going to predict it anyways, because that's what you do. So, Lifa, what are your <laughs> oh, wow. top four predictions? Top four WSL. Top four. From winning ah, to yeah. number four. Who's it going to? <laughs> no way, Vaduma, really? I know. Um, mad. Oh, I, who's going to come on top? Uh... Okay, I know Arsenal have had so many injuries, right? So, I think their team cohesion is a bit off right now. So, I'll give them fourth place. Sorry, guys. I mean, ladies, pardon me. Um, And then the first... I think first place might go to Chelsea, you know. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Also, I also want to add the fact that you didn't actually go in the order that I made very clear to (laughs) go, which is from top to bottom. You just went, Arsenal are going to get fourth, Chelsea are going to win... What about the ones in between, Lipper? Let's try that again. Top to bottom. (laughs) Action. Okay. Top Chelsea. Second is Man City, I think. But I think it's going to be really tough at the top. And then third, I think Spurs. Nah, I'm joking. nothing to say apart from the fact that I genuinely thought you got really confused for a moment I <laughs> don't you kill would... me no oh, I don't I really thought like you got really confused I was like look what I definitely said WSL like I didn't say anything else but anyway <laughs> sorry back to <laughs> Chelsea then Man City and then who else I don't know who who would I give third place to I I, I want to give it to Liverpool but I know they're not going to get there so okay. shall we just say Liverpool for the sake of... Yeah, you know, yeah. Can, can, we, can we just... In my imaginary little world, can we have Liverpool as third? You know, the and same imaginary Arsenal. world. Yeah, I know. It's the same imaginary world that says Liverpool are going to win the Premier League. But anyways, moving what? on from that. Um, my top four predictions, which are probably the more realistic ones. I'm going to say Chelsea are going to win. Yeah. I, I don't think Arsenal can um, win the league this year. And also because they're playing Champions League football this year. So they've got... A lot more games. They're generally a small squad, and they've suffered a lot from injuries. So, hoping that you know they don't get that freakish year that they had last year with all of those injuries. But still, I think it'll be quite difficult for them to retain that. So, I'm going to say Chelsea, Man City, um, then Arsenal, probably Reading at four, and then yeah, that's it really. That's top four, wasn't it? But I'm just saying United are going to be fifth or sixth. That's what I want to really say which I think will be a really good you know considering they've just come into the season it'll be quite impressive um, if they do make it that far um, I did have Brighton in as the underdogs but after them managing to you know get a goal ahead in front of Chelsea at home I think actually they might be the you know the underdogs that we didn't realise that actually might end up staying I th- they were my team that were about to be relegated this year but they had an impressive weekend last weekend so I can't really say anything about that Hmm. Anyways, I wanted to say something. In, in regards to the women's football, that is. Yeah. You know when, like, professional male footballers, they get, like, injured, mm-hmm. right? They go through, like, private care, you know. They really get, you know, babied up, I'd rather say. What do you think the women, women go through ju- just to receive treatment? Let's say for an ACL injury. I, d- I don't know. Like, this sounds really bizarre, but... I'm thinking they have to call up their doctors 
and then they yeah. have to go to the GP and then they have, yeah. to sit in a, they have to go on this like waiting list for surgery maybe oh yeah do oh, I can't remember what play it was can you can you remind me again for Dumo this 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 sounds like a Crystal Palace problem doesn't it ah it does yes it does <laughs> okay all jokes aside that's <laughs> that was not how this all jokes aside honestly like I I'm really gutted for Gemma Bryan um who is unhappy with the treatment that she's had from the club at Crystal Palace. She's a striker and unfortunately has injured her ACL um, and has come out to say that there's been no medical support from the women's side. Bear in mind, Crystal Palace are a championship side, a well-established championship side, um, who have obviously the financial... Do you know how much their turnover was last year? Tell me. As a club. As a club. Tell me. Crystal Palace... Made under uh-huh. 100, 100 and, I can't even speak. You know, these figures don't exist in my bank <laughs> account, so I can't actually say them. Go on. 140 million. 140 Oof. million. And you want to put someone on a waiting list for ACL injury. That is a joke. Absolute madness. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely really sorry to hear that, you know, Gemma's going through that and we'll share all the best in that. But it's absolutely crazy that this goes on in women's sports. And it's, I think when you look at women's football, I think, oh God, it's all like roses and petals and, you know, everyone's having a great day. Everyone loves each other and we all want to win. No, like we've got bigger things to deal with than like having sellout stadiums. We've got to make sure that people's medical, get the right medical support, the right emotional support and the right training facilities. Like, oh my God, the amount of clubs that train out in the middle of nowhere and worse, whereas our counterpart club, like the male equivalent, we train at some fancy facility somewhere. It's just absolutely crazy to think that, you know, as a player, you risk injury and you devote all this time to a club. And essentially when you're injured, if you don't recover very quickly, they don't care, mate. Bye-bye. They're out of the back door. Exactly. It's mad, exactly. isn't it? It's quite upsetting as well, especially for a player. What does that do to you? Not, not even financially, psychologically. Like, you play for a badge, but then again, at the end of the day, will that badge actually support you? In this case, no. So what do you do next? What's next for you? Who do you even turn to? So many yeah, exactly. questions. And you know what? And I think what people realise is that until this season, the women's players were not required, covered, sorry, the women's and club, I can't even speak, the clubs in the WSL were not required to have um, medical insurance to cover their players. So that only came about this season in the WSL, I imagine. So it's not something that actually exists in the championship which is why stuff like this can happen. And it's, it's I feel like there's some, some things that we should have a bare minimum of, which is medical funds, correct facilities for players to play at and to provide them with um, the correct um, support and to pay them right. Like yeah, those four definitely. things, I don't I, I don't understand how they're not bare minimums across the board, whether it's WSL or whether it's championship. If you are a professional athlete and your nine to five is now you being outside and playing all, all day, like that's basically, you need to be getting money back from that. And in the same way that if you go into an office and you fall over and your employers are liable for stuff like that, I don't think football clubs should escape. Yeah, neither do I. That is actually disgusting. Yeah, madness. But um, I really hope, you know what, like this gets resolved and she gets the right support and gets the right treatment for her. But it's definitely something that people should be aware of. It's not something that's happened right now. Like back in, I was reading about early on um, whilst I was researching for our podcast, 
Um, in 2015, a player at Liverpool um, had the same. She had an ACL injury, and the, she was actually encouraged by the physio at Liverpool, who at that point were WSL champions. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, wow. Yeah, this is your club. Talk to them. Call them up. Oh, wow. My club, but, what are you doing? Exactly. And she had an ACL injury, and um, long story short, was encouraged by the club to go on a waiting list. And it was only because she had a consultation at the doctors that said, you know, she wouldn't get the surgery until a lot later on that the club offered to pay for it. I don't understand why I even had to get to that. Surely, if you hurt your leg at work, <laughs> if you hurt your leg at the club, you know, they better pull out some stretcher and drive you to the nearest private hospital where all the other players go to. That only I want happens you to be in taking people land. to. I want you to be taking people. You know when Mo Salah sprained his ankle? Whatever he went to, that's what everyone else should be going to. It's mad to think that you know all those other things happen, but it's, I think it's something for people to be aware of, and it's very important to follow, um, and to constantly put pressure on that. I am all for making sure stuff like that is shared and mentioned because again we can't be activists or we can't talk about we can't Definitely. um you know go ahead and support what we don't know so i think it's hard for players to come out and do it but i really salute them and obviously really salute Gemma for coming out and saying that and i really hope she recovers and gets the right supports around it but that is my rant over and done with drop the mic bye-bye <laughs> No, talking about... So you mentioned um, pay, right? Yeah. So did you hear about Gary Lineker's story about him cutting his... Cutting, splitting his wages of £1.75 million that he gets now as a pundit? £1.75. They said it so casually. I was like, what? £1.75 million. Do you know how much you could do with that much money? I'm just thinking about like the amount of holidays that could go on. But anyway, um, no, I haven't actually heard about this. Sorry, tell me a bit more. So um, it came, excuse me, it came about um, a couple of days ago um, and someone approached him saying, would you even cut your salary? And he was like, actually, yes, I will cut it. So my um, female colleagues could, you know, get 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 a better pay. That's somewhat a nice thing thing to hear but yesterday on social media I put it out to our Instagram page and I basically asked the same question and I was like what would you do with the spare money that's left behind and someone said invest it in local clubs that use sports as a tool to empower young people which is a very good plan b I'm with that plan b I'm with that plan b as well also, we want to know why people get paid that ridiculous amount of money um, at the BBC. But that's a conversation for another time. Exactly. <laughs> no, um, no, I think that's really cool. Shall I tell you something on the back of that, which is a much nicer story? Um, so yesterday I was scrolling through Twitter, right? As and I was do. like, yeah, yeah, as you do, day to day. Something was trending. I'm like, what is this funny looking panda that's trending? Guess what it is? What? It's the mascot for 2022. Um, is it Olympics? Did Olympics? you just say a panda? Panda. For the Olympics? Yeah, Olympics and Paralympics. They're mascots, basically. It's like a panda and like a rocket. I want to say rocket. Is it a rocket? Are you sure it's the Olympics? Bear in mind the Olympics is Tokyo 2020. Yeah, mascot for... Yeah, 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 for Winter Olympics. So Olympics are going to come and then the Winter Olympics. 
It's happened oh, in Beijing. I, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, man. my brain just got lost. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you said 2022, <laughs> I thought you meant Qatar. I, I thought, like, okay, that's just stupid because that, that country ain't never seen no snow. Don't know where no panda is. <laughs> I was just like, what in the world is going on? Oh, God. Uh, Earth been... to Fadumo. <laughs> sorry. But yeah. It, it just, you know, like, so, sorry, I know. Could you imagine, like, Qatar having, like, a panda as a mascot? That would make no sense at all the amount of local people that will absolutely roast them oh my gosh no, 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 but I'm yeah local and I'm still roasting them but sorry go on about the panda but, is real yeah this panda um s- something appeared from the sky and the pandas crashed in snow and then afterwards the panda comes out of the snow wearing this like rocket costume and that's their little theme for um I want to say rocket someone is someone 20, please 20 sorry I've just googled it right now it's a 2022 oh, okay. winter games is it a no, rocket though cool. Um, I don't know what that is, not going to lie to you. It's something white around him, or her, or it, or panda. Panda. I think Here it's we go. a helmet. Is it a helmet? a helmet? Okay, my bad. Anyway, um, there's a panda, which we're going to share on Twitter or Instagram, which is the um, so cute. mascot for Tokyo, not Tokyo, sorry, Beijing 2022. You're so hooked on that Tokyo Olympic situation, aren't you? Yeah, that's my next goal. Not that I'm putting that out there or anything like that. Sponsors, where you at? Where you at? Come through now. So I'm moving away from Olympics and your absolutely, absolutely love for it. Um, Have you got any other news in regards to sports? Um, I do. And probably like stuff which isn't. Do you know what it is? This is what we're calling out. We are calling out. I can't even. With our chest. This, with our yeah, chest oh, we are calling out nonsense stuff that goes on in this world that people love to turn a good blind eye to including the fact that iran women who live in iran iranian women are not allowed to go to stadiums to go and watch a football game They're like the country has a national women's team and a national men's team but women cannot go to the country and watch games you know how insane that is and like i was just reading about it because of what happened early on in the week Libra. Yeah, an individual actually lost her life, didn't she? Yeah, and it's just, it's crazy that, you know, like, rules like this have existed for such a long time, and people know about it, like, you know, federations know about it, international federations know about it, but it's something that isn't being dealt with, and I think players have come together, the community, like, communities have come together and are really um, trying to get the attention of federations to come forward and deal with this and hold Iran responsible for... The fact that this is what's happening in their country and this is what's happening to women in the country, more importantly. But it's such a sad thing to see and it's something that, you know, um, again, I hope that gets resolved. But that's what the kind of stuff that needs to go, man. How are you not? Uh, I can't even speak. Breathe. You've got this. I'm, I don't. I don't. I've got this. You know, like when they start letting women into stadiums, then we're yeah, cool. Yeah, true. But until then, we're not cool at all. We are not cool. We're calling nah. on the Iranian embassy. Do you know what? The whole country, man. Come at us. Absolutely. I'm so, I'm so sad. I'm so like upset that it had, it takes like for someone to lose their life for this to become um, apparent, this to become dealt with. But there are so many things that are happening to underdeveloped countries who use football to better their lives and to better, you know, their football is like... It's something that professional players speak about. It's something that, you know, community players speak about. And it's something that everyone shares when it comes to football, as they always say, 
what an amazing tool it is for social integration and what an amazing tool it is for change and the fact that this sports brings together thousands and hundreds of people but at the same time can lead to something like this is really really sad and it's like use this use football that you know it's good and you know it's good for change to change the fact that there are some rules and regulations as countries that are really really terribly aimed at women and are really aimed to disadvantage women and try and overturn those rather than turning a blind eye like even those with power some people that listen to us actually hold a lot of power in their hands it's great having power but some people can use that power to sort of help others out yeah and i think that may be the next step, you know, everyone uniting together to stop this from happening. Like the suffragettes done it in order to vote in this country. And now the Iranian women are doing it over there just to watch a football match, not even a vote, just to watch a football match. Do you know how, do you know how silly that sounds? No, it's mad. Mental. Crazy. But do you know what? Um, completely unrelated that I've seen on social media, because I mean, now that we're going on the social media trend, have you seen this video of... Um, you told me about this actually and I had to Google it but was it two Aston Villa players that kind of went head to head yeah like yeah they, they, they looked like two little primary school kids that had a fight and they were pulling faces and headbutted each other and started saying a couple of words they should have just been put on the naughty step to just, be honest all, I saw it because you saw me about it and I started Googled it and it's one of those weird things I was like but you're on the same team like, it's so silly. It's so and it's silly. one of those like you know, like you feel like they're in a bubble, and someone should tap them on the shoulder and say, "By the way, millions of people are watching this on TV." Millions will become like I feel like thousand warning... kids, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and I feel like people should be warned that you do realize you have the potential to become an Instagram or a Twitter meme if anything goes wrong from this. <laughs> like, why is nobody sharing that information? It's like you know when um, Pep, when Aguero got sobbed off in that Man City yeah. game, and he decided to take his good time to come off the pitch and Pep was just fuming and yeah. they had like this kind of exchange of like really harsh words and then has now become the greatest meme on internet on the internet I can't even speak but I love it I think it's amazing equally entertaining is that that meme of um don't go to it <laughs> don't go your to good it. friends <laughs> Marnie and Salah <laughs> We had, you know, a little bit of a, My brothers. a little tiff, your brothers, we had a little bit of a tiff, and um, I don't know if you've seen this video where there's two babies running towards each other. <laughs> <laughs> there's two, um, two-year-olds, so both of them are two-year-old yeah. kids. Um, I read a story about those kids, but that's I don't even time. know who the kids are, like, I'm not that interested in that. What I am interested in is who but it's so funny. To whoever, absolute geniuses that live in this world, whoever decided <laughs> to edit, like... Mane, Salah, and Klopp's head onto that whole family and just watch these kids run to each other and let that be a demonstration of how these players are now best friends. It was amazing. Oh, I love the internet. It brings you all the good stuff. So, talking about the internet, you should all follow us on Twitter and Instagram where we are more interactive with our listeners, um, which is at sheisoffside and subscribe to us on itunes and soundcloud to get the latest updates on when we post exactly thank you Lipa. i mean and if you could send us great memes that would be really good that would help my day 
I, I need something to get me through work, so I'll just sit there and laugh. So that would be massively appreciated. And if you've got any topics or anything interesting that you'd like for us to talk about or discuss or you want to get involved in the discussion, please let us know. Um, I've been your host, Fadumo. And Lippa. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.